The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday morning, December 10th. Jingle bells, baby. It is getting ready to happen. We're in the studio this morning with a great show planned for you. We're going to be covering it all from saltwater to storms to freshwater lakes and everything in between. Joined in the studio this morning, of course, as always, with Mr. Kent Brown, my co-host, and our special guest once a month in here, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us live. The guy that's got the great YouTube channel out there called Alan Fong Outdoors. Good name you got there, Alan. I'm glad you were able to figure that one out real quick. It's a good thing his name's <laughs> Alan Fong. It wouldn't work at all. It wouldn't have worked at all no. that way. That's, <laughs> that's for, working. That's for certain. Well, we're going to kick it off in just a second with Captain James Smith. I guarantee you he's live on the couch this morning with what I'm hearing going on out in the ocean this morning. Strong winds. It's going to blow. It's going to storm. And by God, it's about damn time we got this weather. I'm glad it's here. Captain Rick Powers from Bodega Bay be checking in with us. Just got a text from him. Wind is blowing 35 to 40. He's checking the ropes on the boat down there right now. Zach Medinas is going to talk to us about a special thing with sturgeon fishing that more and more people need to do, and it's how to properly catch and release sturgeon. The way the law explains it and the way you need to do it to make sure that our sturgeon will be around years and years from now. And Alan Fong's going to do a special thing for us this morning on Delta Stripers, swim baits, glide baits, A-rigs, everything you need to know about Delta Striper action as the big action gets ready to turn on out in the Delta over the next few months. It's going to be spectacular fishing, we hope. And, of course, Mike Ogney will hook up with us. And John Kirk, the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Expo, is with us. He's got all kinds of info on who's in the show, who's coming, and what's new with the show this year. And Randy Pringle's out live in the blind this morning. We'll check in with him in the Las Banas area. FishKevinBrock.com. Get this. You always wondered what happened to Kevin Brock? Well, he's developed an entire new product line. He'll tell you all about it for multiple species, not just salmon or stripers or something like that. Some guys come out with a lure. Some guys come out with a product. He came out with a product line. That's the way to do it. Travis Morgan from Guns Fishing and other stuff has got great Christmas gift ideas. Lenny LaPenta from Bucks has got some good info for you on winterizing. And there's more, always more. Let's go live right now to Captain James Smith of the California Dawn and California Dawn 2 and check in on how comfortable that couch is this morning. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. How comfortable is it? It's very comfortable. Let me tell you, it's uh, it's it's nice. It's a, it's a brisk sixty eight degrees in here. I'm enjoying it very much. He's laying on the couch in his right hook sport fishing t shirt and his boxers right now, Seth. I can only imagine right now. Mm-hmm. James, the action has uh, been a little iffy this past week with some torturous weather conditions, and it looks like it's even worse right now. What was the week like, and what are we looking at coming up? Well, you know, check your calendar. It is December, and we had a heavy dose of Mother Nature this week. We did make it out. Um, We did cancel, I think we canceled two trips this week, including today, 
Uh, we got gusts to 50 miles an hour out there right now, uh, the Gulf of Fairlawn. So no place you want to be, no place you want to be, even on a cruise ship, it's going to be nasty. So we're, uh, we're, we opted to take the, the whole weekend off. Tomorrow we still got a lot of Mother Nature, seas up to 13 feet. Um, and, you know, it's hard to imagine the weather being that bad yesterday. We're out on a, on a glassy, calm ocean. It was just gorgeous out there, not a breath of wind. And, uh, you know, we made quick work of it. Limits of rock cod, limits of Dungeness crab by 11 a.m. It's just fire. And, uh, you know, the hoops kind of got a little bit of a bad rap last year, even though it kept our season open because of how long it took to get the crab. And, and this year, you know, we're so dialed in. We have such a good method. I mean, it is, it's fast. It's lightning fast. And then there's a good volume of crab this year. Um, another note to your listeners, the commercial opener at the very soonest for our district will be January uh, first, the first of January, and it could even open up later. But that means that your entire crab combo season, you won't see a single commercial plot in the ocean. And That's right. From zone, zone one and two up there, way north, Del Norte, and up that way, all the way down to I believe Point Arena, is uh, all open right now. But still down here in three, four, five, and six, I believe. Our area, there's still enough whales out there that could cause some entanglement, so they're not letting the commercial guy start. But there's a bonus to that to you sport fishermen. You can go out there and get in on them. It's going to make a huge difference if they get out before the commercials, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and it does. And, and, you know, we could see the volume drop literally, you know, literally overnight. You'll go from, um, you know, big full pots because there's not a lot of competition. But when you start dropping thousands and thousands of traps, that pie just gets divided up into little itty bitty slices. And well, we all know <laughs> those crab end up in the belly of a big crab boat and they are gone and hauled off to the market. And then there's just, it's slim pickings for the sport guy. But right now, even with the hoops, um, I got guys or friends of mine that go out in their private boats and, you know, four or five hoops getting it done. You know, for us, it's, it's quick work with the hydros. We just slap them on the hydraulic block, pull them up and, uh, you know, pick through, get some nice crabs. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a fun combo season, but you know, like I said today, weather's no good tomorrow. Weather's no good. Monday starts to clear up and then, uh, the rest of the week looks gorgeous. So I'm excited for another good week. And, uh, so is everybody else. We're, we're still running trips every day and it's been busy. And like I said, the rock has been just cooperating good lights out fishing any day you can get out to the islands it's just banner fishing out there so well, folks, folks got to be a little bit more prepared in many ways when you've got weather like this compared to these shorts flip-flops and t-shirts that you get occasionally out there what should they be bringing different now what should they what should be wearing what do they need to haul around and they sure as hell don't need to be dragging an ice chest on board when they get on there for the first time do they oh god no we we uh we kind of we kind of tell people to stay away from the ice chest, bring them down to the dock, leave them on the dock. Because if every ice chest took up a seat, then there's no place to sit. So um, we tell them stay there with the ice chest. But, you know, I tell folks wear boots and dress in layers. This time of year, it's winter and the weather can be unpredictable. But, you know, the good thing is they have all of these great apps. And I'll, I'll, get, I'll tell you, listeners, two of them I like to use. I like uh, Windy and WindHub. Those are two of my favorite. Don't be cheap. Get the paid subscription if you like to come out a lot. Check your weather. Um, you know, and 
learn that app and even ask, you know, even ask your captain, say, well, what's good weather? What's, what would you consider poor weather? Obviously today would be on the poor side, but, uh, you know, dressing layers, we have big comfortable boats. So, you know, there's no need to worry about peeing in a bucket or anything like that. But, uh, you know, if you, if you, if you pick your weather, right, most of the time, it's just t-shirt, sweatshirt and uh, boots and, and you're good to go. And that's all you need. Come on out. Bring your rod or, or leave it at home. Wear, some, all wear some rain pants. Yeah. If Even got, if it ain't going to rain, wear some rain pants. If you got rain pants, wear them. I mean, everybody yep. on board the boat does, seems like, right. nowadays. So it's a good idea. Even if it's just yellow slickers out there, man, that's going to save your clothes and keep you dry, keep too. Your, keep you a little bit drier. Yeah, or have them. You know, if you jump back and, and help out the crew, you're going <laughs> to walk off the boat smelling like a squid jar. So <laughs> definitely want to... Uh, yeah, have some rain pants. That's so right. disposable you know? rain pants is what we're talking about now. I, I've had several <laughs> pair of those. Left them behind for guides right. before. Exactly. Well, James, it's an exciting time with rock cod, ling cod, as well as the great crab opportunities. Your rock and ling will last till the end of the year, then that'll shut down. But, folks, you can get out there and get into the crab right now big time. You just heard James say it's going to be January, probably the earliest for the sport fishing guys to get out there. Make your reservations, get on board, and get out there. They're not going to take you out on a nasty trip. He'll explain all that to you when you call and make your reservations, but do so. James, give them all the hookup info they need so they can do that and have a great Christmas. And I'll bet you've got uh, gift certificates available, too. Oh, absolutely. You know, nothing makes a better stocking stuff than a California Dawn gift certificate. So uh, get a hold of us here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. We still are running trips all the way till the end of December. And then um, I'm headed to Southern California with the California Dawn 2 for a repower and a makeover and to spend all that hard-earned money I made over the summer. It's all gone bye-bye. But uh <laughs> We're going to come back with a nice, faster boat. So. Yeah, well, you know how to make a couple of million dollars in the fishing business. Start with $3 million and quit when you got two left. That's the only way you're going to do it. Hey, do you still have that uh, that gift certificate for a dozen uh, Dungeness crabs from California Don? No, I, but I got I one do. for 10 Oh, do you for 10 Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, cool. Oh, yeah. cool. I do, too. We'll play that card we're, one day. We're going to we cash those in soon, maybe. Captain James Smith us, on the man. California Dawn. Get a hold of him at 510-417-5557. James, have a good sleep right after this. I'll talk to you again <laughs> real soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great show as always. We'll talk. See you, buddy. One of the best in the West, Captain James Smith. The California Dawn 1 and 2. If you've never been, you're missing out on a real trick out there. It's a lot of fun, great fishing, and good opportunities for a lot of fun and camaraderie. We'll be right back after this quick break. A lot more coming your way. Because we plan it that way. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips. Where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass 
fiberglass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics. Sonar, heated cabin, fully electric galley for hot meals, and restroom facilities. They all make the California Dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available. The availability of fishing licenses, bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable. To find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the California Dawn or to book a trip, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small-town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956. It's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet. Designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards. The Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Push the button, then talk, Seth. It always has been working that way. Well, you heard James talking about it. He canceled a couple of trips this week, but did get out a couple of times for some good trips. Let's move up a little north right now. Let's head up the coast to Bodega Bay, and let's climb, climb on board. Yeah, right. He might be still in the truck. If he's not, he's got his little coat. He was checking on. the ropes. He wasn't untying the ropes. He was Sam. down at the <laughs> New Sea Angler, double-checking all the ropes and the tie-downs with the winds blowing 35 to 40 miles an hour It already. is truly blow Dega Bay today. Let's climb on board. Well, let's just hook up with Captain Rick Power of the new sea angler good morning captain hey good morning so tell us about <laughs> it how bad is it rick it's blowing i think i'm the only one here in bodega and i only came out just to check the lines on both boats and and uh yeah it's it's howling we finally have a true winter storm well welcome to the party it's a great thing to have and we're still waiting for it to hit here in sacramento i think it's going to just pound us starting at about eight o'clock this morning and we're ready for it. I think the entire state has been ready for it for about 10 years. We need a monster storm, and hopefully this next period of time will bring in plenty of water for us. Well, Rick, when we talked earlier this week, huge crab and the rockin' lings are still pounding hooks. 
it's been fantastic, Seth. You know, we're getting in by most of our trips. We're getting in by noon with full limits of rock cod, full limits of big crabs. We've had some large crabs the last two weeks. Uh, some of the trips we've been pumping out crabs over two pounds. And I haven't seen that very often in the past. So it's been really, really good, really productive. The crabs are close, the fish are close, and our trips have been quick. We've also been getting some wing cod here uh, the last three or four trips. So it's it's been phenomenal action. And, you know, honestly, we're getting little shots of rain, but we need a lot of rain. I'm sure everybody will agree. We need a lot of rain, and we're going to get some today. Uh, we haven't had, you know, these, these real winter storms around Bodega the last couple of years, and this is definitely one today, but I think it's going to pass by, and uh, – who knows? Tomorrow might even be fishable. I don't know. But I know this next week, the weather looks really good, and uh, we're going to continue to harvest crabs and catch fish and have a ball. Rick, I know you uh, travel up towards Jenner and to the Russian River at the mouth there uh, and fish that area for lings and everything. Can you tell how much water's coming down there? Have you been that far up lately? And uh, what is the river doing right now in that area? Okay, so we've had, you know, squalls coming through. You know, you, you Everybody gets, if you watch TV and you listen to the weather, man, you know, everybody gets excited when we get a little bit of precipitation. And, and it gets, you know, sometimes I, I tend to think they they kind of pump it up a little bit too oh, much. Oh, you think? You think? Yeah, <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> but anyway, um, the river mouth did open up. Uh, there was enough rain that came down. The river got uh, swollen enough to where it opened up. I heard from a friend that, that lives up that way that the river mouth opened up. That's good. Um, uh, but, but you know, we haven't had a significant amount. But, you know, this, I think we're going to get a couple inches out of this today. Uh, don't know how much, gonna, you know, probably be intermittent showers tomorrow. Like I say, who knows? It might be fishable tomorrow. I, I'll, I'll check the weather. You know, James, he has a couple sites he goes to. We We do the same thing. We check the weather every every early evening and uh, find out what the next day holds. But uh, honestly, uh, we need the rain and, uh, you know, hard southerly. And uh, we'll be back on it this next week with good conditions. Well, you know, I got a, some of the same drainage that you have up there also uh, comes down our way. And we've got a lot of water going into Berryessa. 3.77 inches fell at Berryessa, and the lake actually came up over a tenth of an inch. And this storm coming through is really going to blast it. So I think you're you gonna... want to know what they did to Folsom. Uh, yeah, they drained the water out. Yeah, of they had rain and it was coming up three thousand cubic feet per second coming in. Everybody's Seth. grinning ear to ear. Yeah, and then they just let it all out. Time to water those trees down there. I think apparently the orange trees needed some water in Anaheim. Well, Rick, the uh, action up there is has been one of the best years you've had up there with all the great opportunities. What are you going to be shifting to once uh, Rock and Ling shut down? Well, we're going to continue to do this. We feel blessed that we're out, out, you know, harvesting crabs. You know, we're using the hoops. But I'll tell you, <laughs> my crew's top notch, and these guys run through this gear quick, and uh, they're really efficient. Um, it's it's been lights out, wide open. I've really, you know, honestly, I think there's a lot of crabs around this year. Um, the commercial guys need to get out and do their thing too. So Absolutely. once that opens. Yeah, they do. You know, I mean, they, they, they we're in the holiday season. A lot of my friends are commercial fishermen. I, I hate to see them tied up, but we are blessed with the, with the opportunity that we have this year. Yeah. After Jan, January the 1st, we'll see what happens. I mean, if those guys get out there and start fishing, we could run another crab. We may run a couple crab-only trips, but uh, honestly, we got a lot of work to do 
on the boats, we're always, always doing maintenance. And uh, I think James was talking about repowering. We're, we're probably looking at doing the same thing. So we'll be lining up boat yards and engines and that kind of stuff, just doing the things we normally do during the winter months. And that way you're ready to roll when it's time for all of it to start all over again. Well, Captain, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get up to Bodega Bay for a wonderful day on the water. And once again, folks, let you make your reservations at your opportunities that you have and let the captain decide whether or not that trip is going to occur or not. He wants you safe out there on the water. He wants you non-sick out there on the water. And believe me, he doesn't want you tossing chow on his deck either. So he'll call you. He'll let you know in advance of these trips, and they'll cancel it if need be. But one of the nicest things about the new Sea Angler, it's a monster. It's like an aircraft carrier compared to the others out there. How long is that boat, Rick? 65 feet long by 20 feet wide. Yeah, well, it's a dance floor. There's no question about it. Rick, one more time, tell them where they can see some photos and all the good stuff about your business. Okay, if somebody would like to uh, get in touch with us here at Bodega Bay, that you've got three weeks left to get out and harvest these big crabs, catch these rock cod and ling cod and have some fun. You know, one thing I, I haven't mentioned, we do have something happening this ne- next year that, that I'd like to mention. We have some opportunity opening up in deep water starting mid-May. Uh, we're going to be able to get out and fish some area that we haven't fished in close to 20 years. So that's something uh, exciting, you know, on the horizon. But, you know, after the first of the year, we'll be doing maintenance. But if somebody wants to get out, you got three weeks left. Rock cod and link cod season ends the end of this month, December 31st, last day. And uh, you can reach us here in Bodega at 707-875-3495. We're catching crabs, catching rock cod, link cod, and having a ball. That's the name of the game. But don't go today, folks. I think you'll find it just a little rough out there. Rick, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate you as, as always. And thanks for all you do for the Golden State Salmon Association and for all of us sport fishermen out there. Thank you, sir. Hey, Seth, you and Ken have a great day. Stay dry and have a great show. You can count on that. We're indoors and so are you. You do the same, my friend. It's a different day out there today, and it's about to get real ugly. You're not going fishing today either, then, apparently. Yeah, I think Fong and I are going to go up and catch a few bluegill. Right, uh, bluegill at Berryessa. Maybe not. Well, let's hook up with our next guest, Sturgeon Fisherman from Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas. He'll be one of our seminar speakers at the International Sportsman's Expo coming up January 19th to 22nd. He's Virginia's caddy. What do you mean? That's exactly it. He nets all her fish for her and lets most of them go, I might add, at the same time. Joining us now is the captain, Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing. Good morning, Zach. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, We're doing fine. Zach, I, I asked you to talk about something specific today that I think is really important. I saw some videos lately of people catching sturgeon and they were oversized and there's like four guys holding it in the boat and they're just kind of balancing it around and at one point they almost dropped it to the deck or half of it hit the deck and the other guys are hanging on to the gill area and i'm thinking somebody needs to tell people how to properly catch and release a sturgeon and as far as i'm concerned you're the man how about sharing with our listeners the proper techniques and how to handle fish yeah, well, you know, I understand a lot of times if a guy's looking to uh, bring a fish in the boat and you think it's close to being legal and sometimes you're a little bit wrong, the state currently allows you to bring a fish in that's under 68 inches at the fork. 
Um, you know, short of popping that hook out while the fish is in the water, which would be the best thing. There's a lot of really good photos, you know, that you can get with big fish without removing removing them from the water. Sometimes you can have your buddy stand off the side of the boat and you just quickly lift the head and give it a kiss on the nose. You know, that's a, that's a good shot, you know. But um, if you do bring a fish in the boat and you notice that it is a little too big, you know, just be real mind, mindful that when it's on the deck, don't let it whip that tail around and break its fins all apart. And, um, you know, you can basically, you know, get one guy to put his feet, you know, a foot on one side of the head, one side on the other uh, uh, fish's head. Same thing with the tail. We say that box the head, box the tail. So they can wiggle a little bit, but they can't just beat themselves up on the boat while you're trying to get a measurement. That way, if that's, that fish is going back in the water, you don't send them back worse for wear. Well, the bottom line is proper handling, putting your hands in the right places. I mean, some of the times I see these guys with their arm just crushing a whole batch of eggs right in the stomach and this thing hanging over their arms. That's not the way to do it if your intentions are to help the species and to let them go out there. Now, certainly everybody has the right to keep what they want, but if you get an undersized, an oversized, or a fish you just don't want to take home with you, it's important to release it healthy and strong and not just throw it back in the water off the hook and wonder, I wonder if it's going to survive or not. Zach, do you hang on to them for a while and make sure that they revive sufficiently? Well, the thing about it is, another thing I want to mention, too, is, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting a picture of a fish, you know, that's not too big, you know, for memory's sake. And you want to hold that fish basically horizontal. If you got a couple guys holding it, one guy under the pectoral uh, fins supporting the uh, pectoral area in the belly, the other guy toward the back end and kind of holding it, not not squeezing it to your body and wiping off all that slime layer on the front of your shirt or, or whatnot. Just kind of hold it like a big log and support its body. The last thing you want to do is hold them vertical, especially if that fish is even on the upper end of uh, slot size or something like that. It puts a lot of strain on the organs themselves yeah they're out in they're out in total gravity now instead of suspended in the water out there so all the weight of all their internal organs are stretching too right right they're they're incredibly hardy fish you know as far as like reviving them um they're just just the way their anatomy is they don't have a mouth in front of their face on the tip of their snout so you're not really going to get water through the gills but if you just like you know, the best thing you could do, the, the least amount of time you have that fish out of the water and get him back in, he, he'll be fine. It's just in how you handle him. Just don't mishandle him. Get the hook out. If you want to get a quick photo, uh, send him on his way as quick as you can. Well, Zach, great big storm's coming. It's really going to change things. Should make some turbidity to the water. Should create a lot of particles in the water, particulate matter. That could cause water to warm up a little bit, but I doubt it in our cold weather. And everything's going to change with stuff coming down, weeds coming down, all the cold washing sticks and brush down. What's it going to do to our sturgeon fishing? You know, historically, rain has uh, really turned the bite on for sturgeon. So that's always a good thing. Sturgeon fishermen, we look forward to rain. And another thing that's really important, you know, when you fish for anything, whether it's striped bass, sturgeon, you know, black bass, whatever it is, I'm always surprised how a lot of guys know how to catch them, but don't know, don't know very much about the fish themselves. And, what rain is good for is, uh, you know, we're going to get a good spawn, I hope, this year. If we get a lot of rain, the years that we have drought, we literally get no spawn at all. The temps are too high. The females run up the river, and they just make a U-turn and come back in four years. So, you know, if we get a wet winter, we get more fish. Wouldn't it be nice to be back to normal this year? I hope that's the way it ends up. Captain Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing. Folks, it's sturgeon time, and it's going to get better. Uh, he's got a boat that you can handle the rain, too, so... You need to talk to him about booking a trip as soon as you can. 
And if the rain clears and you're a fair-weather fisherman, kind of like I've become, you can get out on those days, too, with him. Zach, give them all the hookup info they need so they can find out more about you and what you do. Absolutely. You can get a hold of us online at gatecrasherfishing.com, all for our social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, gatecrasherfishing. Or you can call us at 925-497-7171. Another thing I want to quickly mention is we are tagging fish for the Department of Fish and Wildlife. And what that means is it's a pit tag, basically like a microchip that goes in your pet. If you do retain a fish and you're cleaning it, right behind the head area there uh, in the flesh, it's about the size of a piece of rice. Uh, It's tube-shaped. It's black. It's really easy to see. If you find a chip like that, you know, in the fish, please call me and let me know because we can get a lot of good information from that that catch. Absolutely. I bet you got some gift certificates available for Christmas gift presents, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, call us up if you got a loved one and you want to put them on a boat and have a good time and and learn a lot about the fish and the environment, we'd love to take them out. Give them that phone number one more time, Zach. 925-497-7171. Thanks, partner. You have a great one. Enjoy your day off of the water and uh, have fun and stay warm, my friend. Hey, you too. Be safe on the road. Count on it. Take care. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from that, it's time for a short RVs and destinations with our friend at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. By the way, I'm hearing that sales are continuing and that huge demand because some of the big storms back east are sucking up a lot of the RVs. It's still hard to find the one you want, but not at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Give them a call. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. We'll be right back after this. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, sit, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal Guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. 
California's largest sportsman's expo is back January 19th at Cal Expo. Get to your next adventure in style. You'll find the best selection of boats, ATVs, campers, and accessories, all at special prices. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure, your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. If you're getting ready to take a trip in your recreational vehicle soon, you've probably got a long list of things to do. And what goes into your pantry should be added to that list. Canned foods are one of the things that can get overlooked. To ease up on refrigerator and freezer space, stock up on soups, fruits, vegetables, sauces, and more that don't need to be refrigerated until opened. There are many foods that taste good that come in a can. Dry foods can go along on the trip too. Rice, batters, drink mixes, spices, dried fruit, and potatoes. Your fridge space is best used for milk and other dairy products, meat, and fresh fruit and vegetables. You probably don't keep prescription medication and vitamins in the pantry at home, but it's a great place to keep them in the RV. Check to ensure you have plenty of whatever you need on hand, especially if you think you're going to be gone for a while. The more you keep out of the refrigerator, the better off you are. It's amazing how quickly those shelves overload. Also, if you stay out of the refrigerator, you'll lose weight and everything else will stay cold. Imagine that. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The -the state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Fishing, it's fine, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. Well, that can only mean one thing. The man himself from Alan Fong Outdoors YouTube channel, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us live in the studio this morning. Welcome, sir. Good morning. Hey, we got to turn that mic back on. There you go. Huh. Good morning. See, I learned after 26 <laughs> yeah. years what meant to push. Good to be here. I was supposed to be here last week, but you guys were all sick, so I opted to Well, stay we home. were all getting over it last week. Okay. But, uh, Apparently, uh, I started it, according to Marilyn. <laughs> yeah. well, we, no, that's what I heard. It was yeah. called the Kent Brown Plague <laughs> around our goodness. house, so yeah, I'm right. certain yeah. that's what it was. It's nice of you to, to explain things to me, so I opted to stay home. Yeah, it was I've, a wife. I've decision. seen you wait in your car at Markley Cove several times so people yeah. don't come around you and get you a cold. 
So I figured I at least owed you that here at the station. Thank it's you. nice to have you in. I just watched your latest YouTube video that came out on uh, – it was the Monday one that I paid a lot of attention to, your A-Rig system that you were talking about. Yeah. And last week, because we had to cancel, we were going to talk about glide baits and swim baits and all those things having to do with stripers in the Delta because that's – what I consider to be the next big thing, other yeah. than steelhead, if any steelhead show up. You know, our water temperatures are finally dropped. You know, they're getting into, the other day I was down there, it's 49.5. And this is the time of the year when, you know, the shads start bunching up. And then I grabbed a rig out there and we had a field day. Um, there was like four sea lions around me all the time. I think they're following me around now. <laughs> But most of the most of the of other them. fishermen do too. They're fans. And, and <laughs> they, they, they watch your YouTube and channel. You know they don't even care. They, that fish was like thirty yards from a boat and just coming up, derping on the surface and trashing fish. It's crazy. And and this was probably in maybe a quarter mile stretch. There's four of them, and they're just tearing them up. Something just told me, you know, I know where all the breaks are. There was a where it dropped down in about twenty five feet, probably about maybe about 200 yards i went over there and we just lit them up and we were getting you know three hits per cast on a rig because we kept jerking where you're supposed to just reel to film and load up but it was an awesome day you know and denise hooked a lot of fish she was really impressed with the a rig because when i put it on her rod she goes what the heck is this you know well, let me just answer a question that half of the listeners out there are asking themselves right now, especially the trout guys. What the heck's an A-rig? Well, I know what an A-rig <laughs> is. I watched the video. I even have an A-rig for kokanee fishing, believe it or not. Yeah, but let's, let's explain everything. how it works for them. So an A-rig is basically um, you can get them from three, three lures to five to seven. So you could put that many baits on a one. It's a wire bait. So it's, it's got... Five, three, arms. five, seven wires. Looks, looks like it's got three, five, or seven. Yeah, you could have well, minnows swimming. It looks behind. like the, the deal the you used to hang over a baby's crib and it yeah, spins. That's what, you it know, exactly. that's what it looks it's like. Exactly but, what it is. Yeah, but now in but California, it can only have three. You hooks. only could have three hooks. So the rest of them have to be dummies. They're learning to put more blades on them. I found that the more stain the watermen, then I'll put the blades on them. But you only could have three hooks. And what's really amazing is um, when the A-Rigs first came out, I was on the tank, the other one for you, at the show, and I took a single fish trap and I pitched it in the tank and I had uh, reeled it in, and you could see fish just look at it. And those fish could see around them. they look outside that tank. They could see people sitting there. So I said, hey, look, now watch. I took an A-Rig and I put five hooks on it, which is not legal, but I just did it just to show people. And I pitched it in the tank, and I hooked two. So it does something to those fish. It makes the whole them... schooling mentality. It's like yeah. yeah. Once yeah. one makes the move, everybody else is going, "Hey, what, yeah. what do you got there?" It just, it just yeah. triggered something. The first year it came out, I mean, we were fishing it obviously for bass at oh, yeah. Clear Lake and bass at you know Folsom and places like that, and it was just stupid. Yeah. It was so it's it, crazy, and, and it's evolved now where it's it's just another tool. But yes, uh, it is. It, I, I mean, the only time I usually throw them is you know in the fall yeah more toward the winter when the shad start grouping up when mm -hmm. they start balling up pick up the a rig yep i don't care what you're fishing for bass trout you could do anything with these things they make different gauge wires and i've 
fooled around different gauges, and it makes a difference. Our buddy Rick Teets uh, at Blade Runner builds some great, great A-rigs. He sent me some little short ones, like four or Mm five-inch arms on it. Just absolutely perfect for coconut or any of the trolling techniques you use. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing's going to hold true for trout and landlocked king salmon and everything. Oh, yeah. Once they see a school, they're going to jump for it. It's easier to go into a school to get a bait than it is find one at a time. It triggers fish. It just does something to them, and. You know, this is the time of year that you want to do it right now. The other thing is, is, is the jig head that you're putting in them. Yeah, uh, you very know, important. Very important. I, I don't personally like to fish a real heavy head. I like a lighter head, but I want that big hook. You know, I mean, I want that yeah. that you know four aught, three aught, four aught, five aught hook. You want depending. gap? Is well, what I you do. Mean. I want well because except these, you know, yard catching usually a little bit bigger bigger fish bigger mouth there's also a good chance you're going to have two on the darn thing oh, yeah. and you, I, they'll straighten I did the a class out. at the warehouse and i showed people how to make these things work because you could put them on and not have them balance correctly and they'll rotate in a circle and you won't have very good success Mm-mm. at it so i showed how keel, to do it keel make it a keel make a keel yeah you put the two bottom ones your heavy ones and then the one in the middle i use probably one half the weight of the two on the bottom mm-hmm. and the jig head should have the eye in the very front not in the middle of the head you want it in the very front it'll track perfectly straight and you know you put the dummies on the top if it has a blunt head on it it's going to spin so you want the ones with the point so i use a lot of um zoom flukes because yeah. they have a point on the top and it goes perfectly straight you want it to look as more that natural. little reaction innovation swim bait, yeah. You know the Kitek stuff. All yeah. that stuff's really good. Yeah. There you know, are, are you still are you still using the uh, the screw lock on them, or um, do you put a head the, on them normally? Um, usually the actually Blade Runner makes a head with a screw lock on her. Yeah, that works excellent because it holds it a lot better. But no I hook. Use, I use a lot of Strike King. Yeah, they make one of the best ones because they got a monster hook on there. And just put super glue on it. Yeah. And it won't come off. It's either. that flats jig head that Strike that, King makes. It's for flats fishing for redfish. That's the bus jig head yeah. for these. Yeah. The flats. Well, and they have them you, down to an eighth of an ounce, I think. The so. video you oh, put yeah. out this week on the A rig, you did a great job explaining the whole thing and showing people how to work and how to rig it and have the little trailer back there. Oh, yeah. And they're usually hitting the slowest one in yeah, line. The back one, the middle one in the back, I usually run, like I said, a lot lighter weight in it. And I use a little bit smaller lure, and I try to get it back a little bit further than the other four. And just by an inch or two or three. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah. take much. And they'll eat that one every time. He's just trying to catch what catch up to the school. He's the yeah. weak one. He's, he's going to get one. eaten. He's that's gonna, right. He's that's the one that's going to get taken. That's the, <laughs> and that bass is sitting there going, it's you and then your four buddies. And you and your, yeah, they're next. Yeah. So um, fluorocarbon braid, what are you throwing it on? Um. Well, for stripers, I use um, 50 or 65 braid, and then I run a, about a 10-foot, 25-pound test. Fluorocarbon leader. Yep. What about for largemouth? Um, the same. And when I'm fishing lakes, I might use a 20-foot leader, a little yeah. longer. But one of the things I'll mention to you guys is with the live technology, I was out there, when, and Denise was watching the front now. She sits right up next to me and watches the damn screen because I've dogged her so many times, she don't trust me. But I'd throw it out, we'd see them. You could see the ding stripers cruising, and you'd wing it over there and just start reeling real slow and just fish on. I'm gonna give you Denise, call it. I'm going to give Denise a little bit of advice. Uh, Denise, at the ISC show, come by the Lawrence booth 
and Alan has the Ethernet cables between the two units. <laughs> They'll show you how to put the active target she, on the unit at the console. She already knows how. Okay, yeah, that's all you got to do. <laughs> She's probably already ordered. And it'll boat. show you what direction he has the trolling motor pointed <laughs> oh, yeah. right there on your screen. It sure does. You yeah. know, that, that thing, I'm getting really good at it. I got it to where I could set it, where I don't have to keep lifting it up if I want to look down or forward. I found a position, but I only could look 60 feet out, which is plenty far and one of the things I found out about this live thing, too, is when you're on the bottom, you can't see it. When the fish are on the bottom, you can't see it. They have to be about a foot up. Separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Alan's talking about the Lorance. Yeah, I was going to toss target. that in there, too. The Lorance. <laughs> Those of us target. that are playing with them already know that live is the thing right live now. Live is it. But if yeah. you haven't heard that terminology, you're about to. And there's an improved live coming our way. Yeah, there's, I can't there's, wait. there's live HD coming, and uh, and that w- that is also matching up to the new, um, you know, uh, pro pro the yeah. new Lawrence Pro unit. You're gonna be able to see. Right now, I only can see one window. I can look forward. I can look down, but one at a time. The new Pro, you can have look look at two windows at the same time. Dear Santa. When Mark Blanton delivers my, <laughs> new, delivers my new boat in January to me. You probably I'm are going to have lives just like I'm, I do, Seth. I'm wondering what it would take to have live on that boat instead of just regular stuff. Mm. <laughs> my friend, my dear friend, longtime sponsor, Mr. Mark Blanton, neighbor. Neighbor, yeah. Yeah, you better, you better butter him the, up a little bit. Yeah. Butter him up. I'll send him oleo, baby. I'll send him everything he wants. And another thing I want to mention to you guys is, you know, when the water temperature drops down below 52 degrees, get that big top water lure, get those glide baits out, get over in these flats where you're in like two to four feet of water, and you're going to hook some monster fish. Early, late, all day long? Uh, no, you have to. I really key around the tides, so I try to get to have the, where tides about maybe an hour before high, and I'll fish two hours after high and a lot of these places i'm going like liberty i could go back there so far and if i don't get out of there i'd actually i'd leave when the fish are still biting because if i don't i'm not getting out i gotta stay there for five hours so i come out good idea yeah i have friends who got stuck in there and they just sit there five hours their boats on dry land they have to get out and go look for lures kill time that's got to be a muddy walk and plus you got to be careful because there's a lot of stuff you could hit out there well alan is it better to i know the fish are concentrating they're grouping up they're chasing the shad is it better to go with a rig like an a rig right now or is it better to try those holes for those long deep ones and i hope those guys that take alan's advice on going for the big fish in the deep coves also i mean the long depth cove not deep water I hope they do a lot of catch and release of those big pigs because yeah. they need Let to stay in the system. You know, they're, it's really weird how I found out these fish were back in that shallow water. Probably about three years ago, my um, nephew was flying a drone, and you could see him. And we started going back there, and that's why it's so tide-oriented. You have to be very careful. And, you know, you just have to use common sense. It's hard to leave somewhere when you're smashing big fish. But if you don't, you're going to stay there. Now, with the storms like we're having right now, isn't that going to muddy the water up a little bit? Will um, that slow that glide bait top water bite down a little? It will, but it clears up real fast because you got to remember when you're in these big um, flats, it's just solid weeds everywhere. So and it they're filters like filters. It. Yeah. 
and it gets if I get six inches of availability, those fish are still. So the wind, the wind will actually beat a lot of that dirt off those weeds and muddy it up, but yeah. then it also clears it, it up. It up in a few it days. It clears up fast. Yeah. So, you know, that's this is the time of the year, and it's um, usually fog is another thing that. So go in there on a clear day and track it on your GPS so you know where you're going, and then you know follow your tracks and trust your electronics. I tell people to, especially guys that fish with me. Trust your electronics. So use use it when you can see, when it's clear, because when it's foggy or where you can't see, you're going to think this thing's lying to you. And they don't lie. They don't know how. So trust your electronics. Yeah, and when it's foggy, you got to remember it is, it's, it's, it's not radar. No, it's not. It's not radar. You can still I, run into people, okay? Oh yeah. So be careful. It's, yeah, got to go it, slow. It, even though you have a track and, oh, well, I'm right in the middle of the channel, you got to go yep. slow because it's not radar, guys. That's right. All, all of these products we're talking about, I'm sure all of Rick Teach products and the uh, A-Rigs and everything are available right here at our Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Yep. And I'm sure you have a good selection of all the uh, swim baits and everything else they eat along the way. Yeah, we do. And probably thousands and thousands of active target locators from Lawrence as great Christmas gift ideas out there. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Um, You know, a friend of mine actually asked me to come over last Sunday. I went and put two 16s on the front of his boat. Now I need to upgrade, but I asked my wife for Christmas, and she told me, go somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's going to be warm there. <laughs> she is said, my how guess much? Too. And I told her, she said, uh, forget it. 16s are, now you want 16s? Yeah. 12s aren't big enough for you? No. Just wait. They're having see, a 24. See, the bigger the screen, the more you're going to see. Right. So get the. I always tell people, buy the biggest one you could afford. So, mm-hmm. you know, then you won't. But nothing smaller than a 9. No, well, they're not even the yeah. HDS. The nine is going to be the smallest they yeah. make now. And and the new the new unit, there's a ten. Yeah, there's a there's a new live ten coming. And are those going to be available at the ISC show? We're probably not. I think yeah, we're probably going to so see new, those. Probably being shipped coming over about now. Probably mm-hmm. yeah. I know that uh, like you said, gone fishing and some of those places. I know they made big orders Sep, at the uh, Marine Show uh, last month, so they'll be they'll be one of the first ones to get them in for sure. Dear Santa. Please bring Mark Blanton something nice for Christmas. <laughs> Alan, thank you for sharing Striper information with our listeners. We always appreciate it. And Alan is hanging around. He's always here one day out of the month for us, live in the studio. And I want That's to direct fun. I want to direct all of you to Alan Fong Outdoors, his YouTube channel. And you get a subscription for it. It's absolutely free. Just click on subscribe and bingo, it'll show yeah. up for you. And not to mention, you'll learn a whole lot. I did with the A-Rigs, and that's why we talked about them this week. Alan, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. No problem. Yep. Please subscribe. (laughs) Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925 497 7171 and learn more at gatecrasherfishing.com come on out and experience our difference hook up 
Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Brands is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhance enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, it's nice and calm and warm in here. The trees are barely moving, and it's blowing 35 and 40 at Bodega right now. You tell me. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Kent, why, are you, why aren't you up in the blind? Uh, I'm helping I'm helping the guy on the other side of the table this morning. You know how that goes. This would be a good duck hunting day. Oh, it's no... going to be a great duck well, hunting day. Well, we're going to James Netzel live in the blind today. We're yeah. going to Randy Pringle live in the blind. We'll check in on the action after it kicks off. Probably already has, as a matter of fact. I wish I was live in the blind. You know, Seth, I was looking at the uh, weather here uh, this morning, as I always do before I call it. I, I do uh, I check out the the buoys along the coast. I check out windy. I check the weather forecast, this and that. And it's an unusual little pattern over on windy that, I really don't recall seeing. We have this double this double tongue of hard southwest uh, of hard south winds on the entire west coast. We have we have one tongue that's hitting the California central coast down towards Santa Barbara up through Monterey is where we're seeing the highest winds. They're a little south of us, and then there's another band that comes in right at Northern California, Crescent City. And it goes w- real tight up the Oregon coast where it's blowing 40-45. It's just a, a, an unusual pattern that I really don't remember uh, seeing. But we're seeing the weather pretty widespread here. Nobody's going to be out here today. We're seeing 30 knots of south wind at the Bodega Buoy right now, gusting up to 40. 
Nobody's going to that. Even even big old well, Rick uh, Powers on the new season won't be out. Oh yeah, we talked to Rick already this morning. He's definitely he was down checking the ropes. And you know when somebody that's been doing it for forty five years or however many years he's been doing this, go down and check your ropes. You know the wind's blowing. You know the wind's blowing, and we all do that. Um, that's just part of checking your boat. It's just like wow, this one's hard, and you know people do cut loose and and. Uh, can cause a, a, a lot of damage, but crabbing's been great. And the, on the days that we have had good weather, and there's been a lot of those days, it's been easy limits of uh, of rockfish, easy limits of crabs, and that's going to continue right on through the end of the the year. They did a flyover here on Tuesday looking for whales. They found whales off the uh, Fairland Islands. Another big group of whales were down in Monterey Bay. So Fish and Wildlife has extended the the commercial closure. I believe it's till the uh, till the twenty eighth. So effectively, the commercial season is shut down until the uh, the first of the year, and we're going to remain catching lots of crabs here in our sport rings over well, the next few weeks. I, so I, know, I understand the director is reevaluating all the information he gets every couple of days. So. There, there could be some changes along the way, and it could even be delayed well into January. So we'll see exactly what comes from the whole thing. It'd be nice if the commercial guys did get out, but it's really nice that all the sport fishing people can benefit from it before they come in and vacuum up the floor. You know, it's important, though, to understand there's still plenty of crab available after they're done. There's a lot fewer. It might take a little bit longer to get them into the traps, but these guys are coming in at 11, 12 o'clock, already done with rock, ling, and crab. So I don't think you're looking at uh, too drastic of a change. I think you'll still have plenty of opportunity out there. No, and it's, it's, there's going to be a great opportunity right on. on you know, um, Cod uh, shuts off on January 1st, so we're going to be able to fish right up to the end of the season, and we're we're looking forward to it. And uh, But uh, right now, um, a better option would definitely be if, if you duck hunt. And fish would be a great day to be going duck hunting. Hey, what's our number for being seasick today at, uh, with 40-mile-an-hour winds? About, 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 it's about 40. We have a 10-foot swell and 30 knots of, of wind, gusting, gusting 37. Mm. So to, today, today's number is, is, is about 40, so almost double of what my standard is. So yeah, uh, tolering, You can tolerate a 20, 22, but uh, you might want to question a 25, folks. Exactly. Well, Mike, we always appreciate you sharing the information with our listeners. And as always, I'm going to come over there and steal some of your crab, hopefully this week coming up right now. Got the opportunity with a few little storms, a couple breaks in the weather, and I think that RV needs to head your way. So we will be talking earlier in the week. It sounds good to me, Seb. Mr. Mike Ogney with our Coastal Report and all the great work he does for the Golden State Salmon Association. I want to remind you all that Saturday, February 11th, mark your calendars. That's the Valentine's weekend, the big GSSA, Golden State Salmon Association's big crab feed taking place. And if you want more information on that, just simply go to their website at info at goldenstatesalmon.org. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. See you, Mike. Hey, you know how it works. There's a lot more show right around your corner here. And we're kicking it off in just a minute with John Kirk from the International Sportsman's Expo. Then we're going live in the blind with Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. And there's more, lots more, right after this.
It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only eight boards. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's bird season is underway. We're planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 through March. Come out and do some day shoots or purchase a bird guard. Quail Point's a great place to bring the family. If you have young kids not ready to carry a shotgun, have them bring their BB gun and walk the field with you. It's a great way to work on gun safety, and it's way more fun than just walking. Take a break off and on and let them get some shots in, carry some birds in their vest, and get in on the action. If you have any questions, check out quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530-735-6217. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Well, you've heard us talking all morning about the International Sportsman's Expo coming to the Cal Expo right here in Sacramento, January 19th to 22nd. It's something that we all want to attend, I'm certain. I know I've got to. I've got Alan Fong sitting here. I'd I know love he'll to be go there for the a whole day. time. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that, I'm going. It would be kind of fun to be able to go out there I'd and actually see the show. I'd love to go for a day, <laughs> No, we, we're at the show. We're there all the time. We don't get to see that much of it because of this guy. Yeah. Let's get hooked up right now with the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Expo. Mr. John Kirk joins us live. Good morning, John. Hey, guys. How you doing? It's all your fault that we can't see the show. <laughs> well, you know, we're all about punishment. Yes, you are. Yes. Yes, you are. You know, John. It- and, and I am the longest standing punished at the International <laughs> Sportsman's Expo. Seb. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're going to be punished, it's a great way to That's go. That's right. Yeah, You know, John, every year we always look forward to the ISC show, and it is never disappointing. Even in the shallow years we had during COVID and everything else, there's got to be a lot of new people coming and some new stuff coming to the show. What's up this year? Yeah, I think that's a good point, Sep. I mean, it's uh, a lot of people had uh, businesses that uh, – just con- you know, didn't continue it during COVID. They were out and, of business and didn't know it. That's exactly yeah, what's well, happened to a lot of businesses out here. That's right. And uh, you know, we we work all year to try to get stuff into the show, and uh, I think people who have been to the show are going to see a lot of new companies. That's uh, we're going to have more travel than we've had in the last year, 
just because we've those folks have started up again and um, because more people are traveling. And I, I, I think that, uh, you know, whether it's to Mexico or South Africa or Canada or certainly Alaska, uh, folks uh, are getting out and planning travel. And we're going to have more of those types of exhibitors than we had last year. You know, those are the uh, first things that ever drew my attention to the ISE. I didn't know what was out there. And the first one, I, it's not the first one you guys did, but I really got involved in when they were over at Moscone Center in San Francisco one year. And I walked around and I picked up every flyer for every place in Alaska, British Columbia. I mean, any place I could, starving and dreaming that I'd have the opportunity to do trips like that sometime in my life. And God, have I done a few of those before. John, it's an, ex- well, it, it's an exciting thing, and it just opens people's eyes as to what the show is all about when they're in there and actually spending time at the show. Well, I think uh, what's nice is people thinking about the show and people coming to the show. Um, you know, the entire thing is about opportunity. It's about the next step. It's about the adventure that you haven't done or the one that you loved and you want to redo. And um, as you walk around the show, you're seeing you're seeing destinations that, you know, may have been in your mind forever or you, you didn't even know about. And you'll talk to people and they'll tell you what's good or um, what's different. And you'll see products that uh, say, oh, oh, I can use that to go here. I can use that for this. And you'll talk to uh, the, the guys in the booths who have done it for and years. You know, and definitely. many of those peoples in the booths are the owners of the lodge, the guides at the lodge that can tell you tips, tricks, what to bring, all the extras, answering all those questions that you have in your mind, like, what do I need? When do I have to have this in? When do I need a deposit in? All of these things add up to create one of the best trips of your life. And I remember the first one I ever set up. It was an exhibitor at the show Togiak River, as a matter of fact. That was the first one I ever signed up for, the first one I did after all the things that I collected. And I thought, i got to do this place. And I've done it about seven times now, and I hope to do it one more time. It's on the bucket list. It's it's just a great feeling knowing. And when I went, John, the first time, it was slideshows. That gives you an idea how old I am, of course. But I go in, and I sit there mesmerized by photographs on a screen of Huge fish like I've never seen, beautiful fish that I'd never seen. And having the opportunity to visit the ISE, that's what I've chosen to do all my life as an occupation now. And if somebody's slightly involved in the outdoors, they're going to absolutely enjoy every minute of the show because it isn't all just fishing, hunting, and destinations. You've got a myriad of stuff outside and inside. Yeah, we the Kawasaki test track is back. Uh, the sporting dog arena is there and we've got new people in it, including a vet. So people can learn about their dog's health, whether before or, uh, in the field, the youth fair is back and, uh, all of the people and more are there than we've had before. In fact, people might remember the white tent at Cal Expo building D that is filled with the youth fair. And I mean, the entire building is filled something we haven't been able to do before. Um, you know, and I think, uh, again, we talk about travel to distant places and that's amazing. And that's the strength of the show, but let's not forget that virtually all of the seminars in every building are about what you can do locally. Cause that's what most of your listeners do most of the time. 
And we want to make sure that they get absolutely up-to-the-date information, and sometimes up to the second, literally, because the guys are calling, and uh, just like you do, in the blind or on the water, they're, you know, the guy's up talking, and uh, he's been in touch with the boat or one of his guides, and he's telling you what's happening so that in real time you can plan your trip the next weekend or the next week. Um, and also, as always, there's tons of gear there, major retailers, Fisherman's Warehouse, Turner's, and those guys have incredible sales going on and great uh, uh, deals. And we have factories all around the retailers so that well, people can talk. Fisherman's Warehouse, being one of our sponsors, is one of the biggest exhibitors, one of the biggest exhibitors in the show. They actually create a store right inside the ISE show with all kinds of specials and great pricing and all the manufacturers are all around them so you can get answers to all your questions and alan fong of course will be there you can pick what's left in his mind there's <laughs> not, not much. much but you can still pick <laughs> at it gray matter <laughs> and don't forget the largest sport fishing boat show in the state that coming from the boat sales guy well, you guys River. forgot that right up to this point. You know, I just <laughs> want to make sure we didn't we didn't leave out the largest sport. Fi- uh, we're not talking about wakeboard boats. We're not talking about you know uh, you know cruisers. We're talking about sport fishing boats and and the largest sport fishing boat show in the state. Dear Santa, please bring Mark Blanton well, something <laughs> nice for Christmas. I, I tell you what, Mark Blanton is going to have a pack of boats over there this year, and it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to it, and I know one of the ones we're going to have there is my 2022 Lund Fisherman 2075 for sale with about 10 hours on it. Yeah, a lot it, of new stuff. It's ready to roll for somebody new, and I'll be picking up my new boat then. Well, John, it, it just goes on and on. I, I'm really impressed with what I've seen in the growth of kayak fishing, not only in the news but in all the periodicals and everything that we're reading, and you guys have got some of the best kayak fishermen out there, including uh, Captain Virginia Salvador. Well, that's right. Yeah, we work with Kayak City. They're one of the best retailers, largest of kayaks, fishing kayaks, and they do a theater outdoors. Uh, it's not fancy like your theater or the uh, the the tank, but the captains and the the uh, the guides and and the individual kayakers are out there talking about where and what species. Uh, lots of women are into the sport, which is nice to see. And you're right, Virginia will be out there on Saturday in a women's panel uh, with some other great anglers. And it's just something else that people can do outdoors uh, besides fishing, besides hunting, besides quads, besides, you know, we're trying to show people what they can do uh, any day of the year. Well, you do a well, a very good job at doing it. There's no question about it. You've got it covered there. What do you got set up for the California, the hunting area, the hunting seminars? Well, we've got, uh, we'll have virtually every species that people want to hunt in the state, and we'll have people in the theater who can talk about hunting other states as well, the western states, and even about getting the tags and such. So a full lineup of folks there. Uh, And then also uh, something we're kind of proud to do, uh, we do the California Outdoor Hall of Fame, and Tom Steenstra will be back um, after a couple years, had some serious illness in his back. Uh, and that's just an amazing thing. Um, so we'll do that award ceremony too, um, which is nice because the people, including you, um, you know, you, you guys, uh, the winners have helped get the word out about the outdoors to more than just people who fish or hunt. And that's important if we want our industry to grow. And it's important if we want it to continue into the future. Um, 
And so it's 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 essential that we help promote people and thank them for doing that. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the people should be thanking the International Sportsman's Exposition for bringing all of this to their attention, all the opportunities exist in the outdoors just by coming on down, getting your discount tickets, come on down to the show and have a great day. And I'll tell you something, you really can't see the whole thing in one day unless you're gung-ho, if you're bringing the family or whatever, maybe plan on It's hard to sit through seminars or any of the the stuff you want to do. Because there's so much other stuff pulling your attention. My God, I walk over there, I'll walk a quarter of a mile to see an electric motorcycle nowadays. I've gone nuts on some of this stuff. I'm, do I sound like a Tesla owner? God, no, uh, I never sound will. like an old guy. Yeah, it sounds like it well, to you, me. You've been talking about Kokanee for so many years, I've really kind of come to understand it. <laughs> the worst part is he's understanding it. Yeah, when you part. get older, Kent, you'll be Kokanee fishing. I'm not going to be Kokanee fishing, I promise you. Well, there's <laughs> yeah, three you of your seminar no, speakers all arguing with themselves I here on, on the show, fish. John. John, yeah. the International Sportsman's Expo is something that we all wait and look forward to. We all patiently await, and it'll be here and over before we know it. So, folks, make your plans. Mark the calendar, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo. As far as we're aware of, there's no restrictions or anything on masks or any of that stuff. So it's time for us to get back into the outdoors with the International Sportsman's Expo. Yeah, we're about two weeks away from you jumping out of my TV every 15 seconds. That's about right, (laughs) and we'll start giving away tickets probably in the next week or so, too, inviting many of you listeners to come to the show thanks to the donation made by the International Sportsman's Expo. John, what else do they need to know, and where can they find more information? The website will become live next Saturday, actually, um, so we can actually direct them to the site and the seminar schedules and the discount coupon locations will be live next Saturday. Uh, for now, they could go to facebook.com uh, and uh, forward slash sports expos and uh, just kind of sign up there. Uh, and we'll be offering special deals uh, on, on our Facebook page, too. So next week, we'll launch the website and, and give people the kind of information that they need to plan their show. John, we're looking forward to it. It can't happen soon enough, and I'm sure you're a busy man. You have a great weekend and a nice wet one because you're getting it up there too, and we will see you at the show, my friend. Very much appreciate all your help, Seth, guys. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, you John. We appreciate it. Hey, Kent, it's about time for that gun owner's thing, isn't it? Oh, let me find that, Seth. It's over here on orange paper, so I can't lose it. Hey, it's a special alert for gun owners of California. If you feel that your private or confidential information was leaked by the Department of Justice regarding uh, CCW's firearm safety certificates, DROSs, uh, just make sure that you uh, go to the GOC website as soon as possible to learn about what you need to do right away. Hey, you guys, <coughs> got me, Sep. Hey, well, Winner number 50, 2022 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle ticket, 942. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sepp Hendrickson, you just want a Beretta A300 Outlander Wood semi-auto 12-gauge shotgun. Sounds, I'll take it. Sounds like a good duck gun. Sepp. It is a great gun. Yeah, doesn't sound so bad. So if you want to be like Sepp and win, uh, make sure you have your 2023 52 guns of 52 weeks raffle tickets by giving them a call at 916-984-1400 and no i don't pull the tickets on this this is all done at their office they notify us and i was just as surprised as kent was you buy when he read a it. lot of tickets 
Yeah, I do. I support our sponsors as much as I possibly yeah, you, can. Yeah, you do. You buy a lot of tickets on this deal, so you're entitled to win every once in a while. Well, I, I did a couple times this year. Yeah. So it kind of pays off, you know. Great Christmas gift idea, idea. Let's see, $50 investment for a ticket, 52 chances to win for the entire year. I Somebody wants to buy me one, send it to me. I'm all for that kind of stuff. Let's take a quick break right now, and thank you, Gun Owners of California, for a great drawing that you do every year with us. We appreciate it, and I appreciate winning. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta water. Waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tightline's Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bite. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. California's largest sportsman's expo is back January 19th at Cal Expo. Buy the latest gear. Learn from hundreds of experts in fishing, hunting, and outdoor recreation. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, the fishing instructor, the guy that owns Best Bass Tournaments, Mr. Randy Pringle, joins us live in the blind. Good morning, Randy. I'm watching two geese go right over my head about, oh, 70 yards, just a little touch. Three and a half inch magnet, you could just skyscrape those suckers out or they'd fall down in a couple hours. How's the wind blowing down there in your neck of the woods? It is howling and we had a bird fly by us. And, and when it went by so fast, the Thule's caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, they got the That's wind at their back right now. That causes you to have to lead by about, what, 20 feet? That's not the issue, Sep. When you shoot them with the wind, they're going with the wind. If you don't, like, stone them in the pond, 
It's a three-pond chase. Oh, no thanks. <laughs> the dog's going to be yeah, tired. Yeah, the dog gets awful dang tired running for him. Yeah, well, I exactly. hear you got some birds around you right now, Randy. I hear the whistle going. Well, we, we, we got a lot of birds. Uh, the problem is I'm surprised how tall they're flying today. They are. We we don't have a really good pick. We've never shot this blind, so I, I don't know really how to set this one up. But what I am doing is I went small today because we do have the wind. And so we're just we, we we put some birds out, but they're they're not even if they wanted a decoy. I think they're just the winds telling them what to do, and that's they'll get the way tired. Be. They'll get tired of fighting that wind pretty soon. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. So we'll, we'll wait it out. We already got one bird. One bird came in and it it, it fell asleep. Yeah, it did so, good quickly. Good. So hey, here's your guys' pure fish of the tip of the week, and and I've brought this up before, but I made a mistake the other day when I was out fishing. It's putting the wrong ratio on my abu garcia revo reel and pure fishing has reels that when you're talking the abu line you got 10 to 1 and you got 4 to 6 so you've got spectrums from one and another so when you go and buy your reel you know where if you're going to fisherman's warehouse or wherever you like to buy them at make sure you get the right ratio for the right technique because i picked up a reel and i started throwing a bait on it and it was just too slow uh, i couldn't make the bait move i was throwing a jerk bait and i couldn't make it jerk and then pick up the slack quick enough. So you need something like that seven to one, seven to two. And I just, you know, you, you grab the wrong reel and you put it on the right rod and you're going up. Oh, that was a mistake. So make sure you guys grab the ratio reel. And if you're going to go down and buy one for a Christmas gift, make sure you tell that per- special someone what the ratio of that reel is going to be, because pure fishing has the right reel for you, whether it's, uh, you know, the, the beast, which you can throw your swim bait on or back down to the Revo platform and or spinning reel. Just make sure you get the right retrieve because it's so important. Well, Randy, it's a it's a great idea to be out there with your fishing rod while you're duck hunting, but it ain't going to work, is it? When are you going to get back out on the water, and what is this storm doing to you? Is it getting you off of fish and into ducks totally, or are you going to be back out there chasing them? I got I got two trips next week. Uh, I was splitting my duck hunting for my Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, so I, I'm always booking about two. And so what it's going to do for me, it's going to stir that water up, bring those fish from the West Delta in towards the San Joaquin and up there towards, you know, Liberty in that direction. So I'm looking forward to these storms working their way, getting these fish stirred up a little bit, muddy the water up out there. They'll start coming in there and visually feed on the vibration. So throwing baits that will move a little bit of water is going to be important. So that's what I'm waiting on. And as these acclimate to this cold, they'll start moving up and get thicker and thicker because there's still a lot of fish in the West Delta. Well, it sounds like you got it wrapped up out there, partner, and I hope your duck hunting improves. As Kent said, that wind should lighten up a little bit and make your life a little bit easier out there and shooting hopefully a little easier too. Well, when the birds, like what Kent was saying, was that the birds start to fly against this wind, they go, you know what? I don't want to buck this wind anymore, so let's let's move. Let's go somewhere. There's some water. Let's go there. Let's go sit and there. Hopefully, that's my address. Yeah, for sure. Randy, thank you so much for the pure fishing tip of the week. We certainly appreciate it. But before you go, give them the number for the fishing instructor that they'd like to get out on the water and catch some of those bass. You're the guy to take them. Hey, you know what? Can I give me a call at area code two zero nine five four three six two six zero, or go to my website and email me through fishinginstructor.com. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great hunt out there and shoot straight, my friend. Shoot straight. He's trying Thank to get you, off brother. the phone. I could tell you he's yeah. talking a little quicker. Quicker, gotta go. quicker, gotta go, faster, faster. Gotta go. Gotta go. He's got to pick that gun up. I hope he puts rounds in it and doesn't do a Billy. A Billy John Quito. He was famous for click. Click.
<laughs> Speaking of click, I thought we were going to have a click with our next guest, but he just showed up on the screen right now. So let's not waste any time. We'll roll that tune. Sunrise. And that's it. ZZ Brock, Mr. Kevin Brock from FishKevinBrock.com joins us live right now. Good morning, Kevin. Hey, good morning, Steph. How are you, man? I'm doing, Thank you. I'm doing well. You know, many of you listeners out there wonder what in the heck happened to Kevin Brock. Well, Kevin's been a little busy. He was a little sick for a while. He's doing much better now. But, you know, he <laughs> decided he was going to take off and, and start his own fishing company. Not just a lure, not something that will outfish everything ten times, something else. Not just a different color. He brought out an entire line of fishing products. Kevin, real quick, give him a rundown on what you've done. Man, quite a year, you know, with the fishing. Kevin, you're breaking. You're breaking up, Kevin. I need you to climb that tree like you used to do. I'm as standing as tall as I can, buddy. Can you hear me now? I got you now. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, we got all kinds of stuff from striper stuff to trout stuff. Um, you know, little little things that we used to use when we were guiding, you know, to help us catch more fish when we're guiding. Well, now it could be for everybody else. You know, the, the fishing is is tougher and tougher and less and less, but we're still fishing. <coughs> so we're just making products. Sorry, I got a little cough this morning. That's all right. You can We can hear that wind blowing like mad, too. It's obviously howling out there. No, it's howling. We're sitting out in the duck blind right now watching things. I shouldn't be here, but, you know, you can't stay in on a windy day like this. Well, yeah, you duck hunters are all crazy. Well, Kevin, I've never seen somebody just come out with an entire line of products like you did. I don't know how many total items you have, but you've got all the bases covered. You're going to be talking stripers at the International Sportsman's Expo this year, river salmon and river striper fishing. This plays right into your whole new line of products, doesn't it? Well, it sure does. You know, we, we want to make something to where guys can just go out fishing in the afternoon and the evenings to catch some fish. You know, and they don't have to be a guide to get them. And we got these swim baits and rubber worms and stuff now that we've been using for years as guides, but they just weren't available to the clients and, and uh, to the other to the public, basically. And so it's just going to fall right in the line of everybody catching some fish and having a good time. I can't wait for the ISC. Like you said, we've got stuff from, you know, bass stuff to trout stuff to, you know, and, it, and again, it's not, we didn't reinvent anything. We didn't reinvent the wheel. We just, you know, we just made it a little shinier. We just made it a little better. We just put a little tweak to it to, to add a few more bites when it's tough. And, oh, you know, it's that's a- the fun thing about it. It's all those tweaks that you made for years and years on your own lures out there. And now, with your own line of products, you're laying it out there. This ZZ Brock on those, uh, I don't know what to call it, the flatfish imitation. It is absolutely spectacular colors, and it looks like all hot colors that'll work if we had salmon. But the important thing is stripers are really going to get ready to take off here, and you've got everything they need on that, don't they? Including swim baits and heads and everything. Swim baits, heads, trolling, and then trolling tails for the lures, everything else. You know, for years we used to dip our tails, you know, our white tails into greens or pinks or chartreuses. That was a little trick we always used. Well, we could never get the paint or the dye to, to you know, stick right. Well, I found it. I found it to where it does. Now we can troll with chartreuse tails. Then we can switch over to red in the clear water. And then we can switch right back, switch right back to white. And we'll be talking about that in our seminars, too. And it's really does help it's just those few things more fish in the boat 
and we have a good time. And not only that, because I'm making it myself, not only because I love it, you know, myself, you know, we're going to be having some smoking deals over there, too. So I'm really looking forward to buying it. Yeah, well, Kevin, Kevin will be selling the product. You can tell it's windy out there, folks. He's live in the blind this morning. Kevin has a booth there. It's a fishkevinbrock.com booth at the International Sportsman's Expo. He'll be selling his entire line. This will be your first opportunity to see everything. And it's trout. It's coconut. It's scents. It's everything. It's beads. It's bob. If it's made for salmon, steelhead, stripers, or game fish, you'll want to check it out at the International Sportsman's Expo. We'll talk again, Kevin, ahead of time. But I'm sure everybody's going to be interested in it. And... Where can they find out more information right now? Website, phone numbers, what do they need? Any, anything they need, they can call. We're updating our website. Everything is going to come out at the show. All the products are going to be on the website when the show opens. It's all going to be the big grand opening. But if they want to talk about anything, anything that's fishing from lakes, I spent over <laughs> I spent over a year and a half on all this stuff. Finding out what's good products. So if we want to talk about lakes for bass, for trout, we got it dialed in for them. Well, folks, don't miss the opportunity to stop by his booth at the shows. You'll start hearing some advertising here on the show for it, too. This entire line of products, multiple species. Be sure you check it out at the show. Or when his website comes up fully on the whole thing, you'll be able to order direct right on the Internet, too. So it's all available to you, and it's all for sale at special show prices at the International Sportsman's Expo. Kevin, I know you need to get your head down and get back in that blind. Take care of business and shoot straight this morning, my friend. We've got some nice birds. We've got a creation widget already this morning. May's happy. She wants me off the phone so we can start hunting again. Then get hunting again, my friend. Take care and have a great day on the water. Really blowing out there. Kent, you can see outside. How bad is it? Oh, it's blowing. I mean, it's definitely starting here in Sacramento. It, you can see it's raining out the studio window, and you can see the winds. Blowing. When I came across the causeway, I about changed lanes. Well, <laughs> just one little gust out of nowhere that came running through. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Where's that woman? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Wow, unless you're a diehard fisherman or a bass guy, you're probably not driving around much these days. But if you're going out, do it carefully. Weather like this means slick roads, so pay attention and keep an eye on the other guy. And be sure your lights are on. It's also a good time to check out vehicles. If your wiper blades are old, replace them. Worn tires play havoc on wet roads, and if you need new ones, do it now. Take a look at trailer tires, too, and make sure the tire pressure is where it's supposed to be. Saltwater fishing is really good, including crab. Trolling for trophy trout is excellent. It's that time of year, but go prepared. Let someone know where you're going and when you'll be back. Take extra food and drinks. Be aware of your surroundings and don't take chances. Wear your life jacket on the water. Lots of things to think about. It's definitely winter. 
a great time of year. Fishing and hunting opportunities surround us. Take advantage, but let's make a deal. Be around for 2023. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, Seth. Morning, Kent. How's it going, gentlemen? I am it's doing windy. well. Boy, I hope you're getting me a great Christmas gift idea. I hope you oh, buy me. Sure. I hope you buy me even a better present. Uh huh. Yep, I got that one already. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Well, Travis, there is a lot going on right now. I've been getting all these notices from the gun owner, gun owners of California, from uh-huh. California Rifle and Pistol Association. A lot of things happening. It looks like California's uh, gun control laws could loosen up here in the near future a little bit. They could. I've been getting all the notices. I've been on the phone with Sam and a couple of the other guys. And, you know, 
I'd love to think it's going to happen, but then you go back to reality. We do live in the state of California. Yeah, well, that <laughs> might take a while, but eventually they're probably going to have to follow the Constitution. We'll see how that works out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's <laughs> California? Where's that come into play? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> It's just one of those things we have to deal with along the way. It's amazing what you have to do just to go out and go on a deer hunt or a pheasant hunt or anything. Oh, or even, have a, plink, even have a plinkster shoot with your grandson, you know, something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, I know that uh, guns in the wrong hands are certainly a problem. But you know what? There's a lot more guns in people's hands that aren't problems. That's right. Not mention the guys that cause the problems usually don't come to the store and buy them. That's a fact. They don't have to. All right, enough of the bad guy type talk. But, uh, Travis, uh, I got an ad here from you guys. It looks like you got everything in the store for sale right now. Oh, pretty close, boy. We got a big ad this week, a whole full page in the paper, and then be be another one coming out here in two weeks, be the same deal. We got all kinds of stuff. Got guns, some guns that are incredibly priced. I got a home defense shotgun for 199 bucks. When's the last time you've seen that one? Never. Maybe 30 years ago. And we got the Springfield XD9 four inch model for four ninety nine, and then this is a good one the four inch the uh, Smith and Wesson Shield forty four hundred nineteen bucks. I saw those were going on sale at places too. What a great price that is! Yep, yeah, that's uh, just above cost. You know, we're trying to get somebody a good Christmas gift, and of course, we have all kinds of other stuff in the store for Christmas this year. You know, we can get you some knives and stuff. And we're going to have gifts, gifts lifted out from 20 50 to 100 bucks separate so kids can come in and shop for mom and dad. Well, I see prices. I'm looking at some of these deals where you got 60% off on some stuff, 40% off, 50% off, and you've got combinations for rods. you got it all. If it has anything to do with hunting and fishing, it's there and it's on sale. My God, you even got ammo on sale, guy. Yeah, we do. We got some ammo. We got... Well, if you top of the ad, there. Look at there. When's the last time you see a nine millimeter for fifteen ninety nine? <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah. And then we got that uh, five five six uh, XM one ninety three in there for eleven bucks a box. You know, we got a good deal from some of the suppliers, and so we passed it on to the customers. Well, that just means one thing, folks. You need to stop by guns, fishing, and other stuff before you go out and start buying everything, and make sure the sportsman in your family gets the kind of gift that he would like to receive. They've got it all from safes, gun safes, even small gun safes just for the safety around the house to keep it locked up around the house. And they've got everything in between, every lure, every troll, everything you could use, including a huge shooting department upstairs with everything from PCP guns, those high-pressure air rifles that are out there now, to pellet, regular pellet guns, to pistols, all the way up. But you know you got to remind them, Travis, they got that 10-day thing, and today is the 10th. That's right. You only got till the 14th at noon to buy that gun if you want to put it under the Christmas tree because we're going to close early on Christmas Eve so we can go home to our families. And so you got to be able to pick it up. So get it before the 14th at noon, and we'll get your gun to you provided no problems from DOJ. Yeah, now can you remember, <laughs> California has this mandatory. You go in and buy it, you have to wait 10 days to pick it up. Now, if you want to give a gun and it's not going to make that 10-day period, you can always give them the gift certificate for it, or you can pay for it and give them a picture. I'm sure Travis would gladly give you a picture of it to pass on to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do that a lot, too. Last minute shop, well, I want this for him, and I'm going to get a gift card, but I want a picture of it. No problem. Here's your gun. Take your picture. Hey. 
Yeah, so, that's a perfect yeah. way to deal with it. But the 10-day waiting period, folks, if you're thinking about it or you're likely to step up and get your uh, duck hunter in the family a new one, it would be a good time to get down there and make sure before the 14th. And you really can't buy a gun for somebody and give it to them as a gift. That's correct. you got to buy a gun unless it's a child. That's yeah. true. You drag, them, it's drag them on in. Yep, they have to yep. have the hey, paperwork done in their name. It's so much fun. Yep. It's so much yep. fun yep. doing the paperwork. Just didn't want anybody to get down there and think that they could. Yeah, that's true. Well, that Thank you for making me completely look like a fool again. No, no, no. I try to do that every week. <laughs> I do it myself. It's awful do, late in the show. What they can do is they can buy the gun and transfer it to the other person. Yeah. I do it very you, thoroughly. You have to do the legal transfer. I do it very thoroughly myself. Travis, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And folks, stop by right there in Alamo or right there in Vacaville. Stop in at your favorite or the two guns, fishing, and other stuff stores. And don't be disappointed. You'll get everything you need if you're an outdoorsman and you're shopping there. Travis, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. Thanks a lot. You guys have a great weekend. I'll see you at the store. You see got you, Travis. It. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. All right, I'm going to check with a couple of guys real quick here right now. First, let's go to James Netzel, Tidelines Guide Service. He's live in the blind this morning. James, you got your head up? Yeah, I got speaker. I get buttons to work on my phone. Well, it seems to be working just fine. What's it looking like out there for you today? Uh, we shot a couple of some ponies, and uh, there's a grind of geese about 300 yards away. And we got some ducks coming in right here today. Well, get, they... ready, get ready, get ready. Take them, take them. Yep. You get me every time. Well, <laughs> it's not, it's bad timing on the ducks, not bad timing on me. <laughs> yeah. I wish, you'd, I wish you'd had the opportunity at it. So they're flying, they're up and moving, and you're doing well for a starter already today. Well, we ain't got no birds in, in the blind yet, but uh, we're getting to, we get, get to watch an air show. Well, maybe that big air show that's a couple hundred yards away will be moving over your way in just a second. I am hoping so. All right, look, I know it's important for you to get your head down. Uh, I want to remind everybody that James is going to be at the International Sportsman's Expo talking about kokanee salmon, as he always does with Tight Lines Guide Service, and uh, he probably won't be talking about duck hunts other than saying Sepp made him miss a couple shots just now on the phone. Get your head down, my friend. Shoot some ducks and shoot straight, all right? All right, hey, thank you. All right, take care. You know, it never fails. I can blow up a duck hunt in a heartbeat. Oh, no, absolutely. Make a guy lose a fish. They've waited years for a decent day. Here comes their first bird for a couple of years. Here comes Sepp. Hi, Sepp. Hi, Sepp. That's the way it works. Let's go now to Bucks Outboard. Let's hook up with the wild man himself, Lenny LaPenta, with Bucks Outboard. I want to talk about two things with you real quick, Lenny. Good morning, for starters. Good morning, gentlemen. Is the wind blowing over at your place? <laughs> uh, yeah, you might say that. Yeah, I'll bet. Is, your, is the place rocking? We're okay so far. <laughs> All right, Lenny, two things we want to cover. Main thing I want to talk about real quick is we've got freezing temperatures dropping down below 32 quite often, at least in Vacaville. So I know it's going to be a lot colder in a lot of places. These guys with freeze plugs and everything, they better be paying attention to their boats, hadn't they? Yes, yeah, we all know the inboards are susceptible to, that's a good word, huh, to, uh, freezing. And, yeah, you either got freeze plugs on them, you want to drain them, 
you know, you can put a light in the side under the motor cover to just try to keep the water out. But, you know, everybody thinks outboard is safe from uh, freezing. It's not always the case. I mean, you think you just let it down, it drains out. But I still suggest, like, just checking your gear lube, making sure there's no water in it. It's easy to do because if there's, if you know, somehow you got to seal out and it's full of water, it'll crack, it'll crack the lower unit too, just like it'll crack a motor and an inboard. But it's easy to do. Just pop the bottom screw out of the gear lube. If there's water in there, it'll come out first. If gear, if gear lube starts to drip out, just put your your plug back in and you'll be good. And it doesn't hurt to just check the dipstick, make sure you don't have a bunch of condensation in there and your oils, you know condensed with water and it looked like you got a bonehead gas but usually it's just a thermostat stuck open but you just want to get all the moisture out you can don't create problems for yourself by doing nothing folks and a blanket over your outboard probably isn't going to do it no and inevitably step in weather like we have this weekend those folks that leave their boats parked in their driveways for example uh you know their nose down and there's no drain plug in the nose of the boat. I'm sure Lenny has seen a boat or two filled with water that are sitting nose down. Oh, yeah, down. yeah. I got a couple of them right now, little ones out here that don't have drain plugs, period. Yeah, yeah. So, so we got to keep taking the bilge pump out there and pump them out. But otherwise, yeah, that's the, the best thing to do is take the drain plug out and just jack that trailer jack all the way up in the air. Yep, and, and get it so that water will run out of them. Well, that's the main tip we wanted to get across to everybody. But here's something that we'd like you to do. Tell them about the toy drive and let's get people involved. All right, Sep, so in case anybody that doesn't know it, uh, one of our mechanics was a patient at uh, Shriners Children's Hospital, and it just stuck with him. And he was always trying to he'd make little bags of toys or little things to take back. And one year we ended up, hey, let's do a toy drive for it. And that, I think this was like about 10 years ago, and it took off pretty good. We usually try to take a boatload of toys down there. Um, we're getting pretty good stat going right now. We got another probably week and a half, two weeks to collect. Toys, batteries, paper, anything helps, you know, especially this with the inflation going crazy. These families don't have money to buy stuff. So I'm not expecting anybody else to either. But if you do have a little extra, if you don't want to go shopping, stop by, drop off some money to me, and I'll try to see if it gets to a toy in my pocket. But no, 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 I, we'll know, go, we'll, I know we'll go the way it works. You. you guys have been doing this way too long, you know, and it is a great program. And Marilyn and I will be swinging by. God only knows what we'll bring this year, but it won't be 200 pounds of batteries again. That about killed me. <laughs> no, really. And then, Seth, I want to really give a shout-out real quick to Bids RL Online Auctions in Rancho Cordova. A uh, friend of mine, his wife, Laura John and Lori, they started this thing a few years ago, and they've become the number one for Bid RL. It's just online auction. You get anything from knickknacks to iRobot vacuums to barbecues and Usually the stuff's about 30, 40% off retail, and most of it's brand new. It's all Amazon returns, lows, and all that stuff, and they've just gone out and beyond. I'm going there after I hang up with you to pick up cases of stuff he says he's got, and I just want to thank them a lot. And if you've never done it, check out BidRL. And it's nice to have great donors like that. It sure is. Lenny, thanks for hooking up with us and making our people aware of the, what the freeze can do, and let's also get some toys down there for those kids. It's going to make All right, a, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. We appreciate you, Lenny. Take care. All right, bye-bye. Wow, lots going on. Well, guys, studio guys sitting here right now. Kent, there's a lot going on in bass right now, but it's a really slow fishing. That- there is, but, you know, the, the foothill reservoirs are fishing pretty well, Sep, actually. Uh, Clear Lake's been fishing fairly slow, but the foothill reservoirs, the spot of bass reservoirs, bite's been pretty good. 
they're catching some fish, and and uh, I know Alan, you got you're seeing guys. Yeah, the, the, a lot of the mother low lakes, they're mm-hmm. actually doing really well there. Uh, I've been down in the Delta, and the fish are biting. Yeah, you know, I'm catching them all on rib baits. Yeah, and, and it's that it time slow. of year. Yeah, yeah, long paws. Yep. Remember, they're largemouth in the Delta. They're yep. spotted bass. Long paws. And long don't paws. Yank. Just I just drag it like I'm, I got a worm on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, catching them, and and it works like a champ around the marinas and around in just clear yeah. water, and uh, and it's that's been a that's been a standard. Yeah, a lot of the guys the Delta been going to the lakes and you know doing the drop shot, and they're mm-hmm. catching a lot of fish. Yeah, some jig fish, some drop shot oh, fish, yeah. Alabama rig fish, like oh, we yeah. talked about right now. Yep, um, will work. I'm really sure well. you've seen this video. I just stumbled across it yesterday. Justin Lucas catching that nine pounder in the Delta. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Why not? Because I know where he caught it, and I really don't want a bunch of guys behind those docks. Except- <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know where it was behind those docks. I'll tell you that. I know, right I know exactly where it was. Well, anybody that's in the Delta as much as you guys have to know, but boy, it's nice to know they're out there. You know, oh, no, they're it. way out there. Yeah, I mean, there's and a lot I of caught, big fish. I caught a big one with the day when you and I yep. went fishing. And you want to, it was you, a fluke accident. It anyway. was. But if you want to see you some. You went bass fishing? It was a long On time purpose. ago. See, you sold me the stuff. You you'll said, be, take this along. You'll be kokanee fishing. I am not going kokanee fishing. I'm telling <laughs> you just, that right he now. Doesn't he know don't know sh- yet. That's right. right now, I haven't gone, and I don't plan on it. So. <laughs> you will. You know, the cool part, Alan, too, is uh, they've just announced that uh, fishing licenses are going to be calendar year. Yeah, so, they are. You know, if you don't go fishing until March or April, don't you don't have to buy your license till March or April. It'll be good till the following March, Correct. April. Whatever. So started this year finally. Yep, yeah. Beginning November fifteenth, they're yep. able to purchase the twenty twenty three license. So you can buy one now, but it's no good till January one. So January one, right? Correct. And Correct. Uh, and you know, just everybody gets fishing licenses. It's a good good Christmas gift. I think it's a great Christmas gift idea. And you know, I asked uh, Ryan Broderick, mm-hmm. the old director of Fish and Wildlife. I said, uh, "How can we generate more money for the California Department of?" Fish and Wildlife. And he goes, buy two licenses. Buy two licenses. But, you know, I just saw the prices. And Bill Carr wrote a very interesting story or article in Western Outdoor News talking about what licenses cost now. Dave Hurley's sitting on hold, the editor of Western Outdoor News. Probably you want to bring him into a little bit of the conversation. I don't want to dwell on it. But I've always said that California's fishing license is a bargain. And I still think that it is if you have money. Yeah. But if you're an individual that thinks they can go fishing for 20 bucks, you're mistaken. We're forgetting about those people, the entry-level people. Well, with, we with are these. set, but, there, but two, though, there's still the opportunity for that person that maybe doesn't fish a lot. Um, there's the opportunity to buy a, a one-day one license. Day. And if you have someone coming from out of state I just, or out of the I area. I think there needs to be something else that's included where they can we can get – People that are just transitioning into it. I don't know what it is. I don't know the answer to it. But writing a check for seventy-five bucks is a lot of money to mm-hmm. a lot of people, yeah. especially in the circumstances that we're in right now. But you know, compared to other states, California is ridiculously high. Yeah, granted, yeah. Um, and we offer ridiculous opportunities compared to other states yeah. too. Right. Yeah, you have a lot of you know. Starting us here, listening to everything. us right now as we're talking is the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley, joining us. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Alan. We're good morning, kind of Dave. talking out of school. What are your thoughts on this? I know you and I both said it. A lot of frustration in that thing when he wrote that. It looked like. Well, I think there has been a lot of frustration. I, I think one of the concerns has been, you know, and, and we talked about it. I think Fish and Wildlife really needs to look at when we're paying for this. We also have to look to protect our species, 
And uh, there's a couple of things that I really think fish and wildlife could look at. One is the limit on crappie. I mean, Clear Lake just got completely devastated last week, uh, last year with this 25 limit of crappie. Guys going out twice a day and taking limits. And I think we have to look at the white sturgeon uh, uh, the take, too, because it seems to be excessive. I mean, everybody in the world is doing it now, and they've gotten good at it. And the salmon row is really the outstanding. So I'm really glad you promote catch and release, you know, of that and of also of the big striper. So I think, you know, I, I fishing is expensive. I mean, to go anything. I mean, our price is to go on a party boat. You're going to pay $250 to go out. You're going to have to have a license. You're going to tip to deckhand. You're going to spend money all along, gas and everything. You know that the guys that are bass fishing are spending a tremendous amount in those economies of every every place that there is. So fishing is not for the light of heart. There are some places where people can entry. You know, it is free to fish off a public pier, and you see a lot of guys starting that way. And there are free fishing days. There's those two free fishing days. And, you know, that's why I like to support places like people fishing the aqueduct because uh, it's a relative. you don't have to pay to go in there. You don't have to pay a launch fee um, and so forth and so on. And you see a lot of guys that are just starting entry level going to places like the California Aqueduct, the uh, uh, Delta Mendota Canal, places like that where they are getting into it. And then once they get hooked, then they start spending more and more money because, trust me, this is not a sport for the light of heart. We, uh, As you know, you know, there's a lot of ways to, to set your money out. So, no, yeah, well, I know that. Kent Brown's sitting here with probably a $120,000 boat in his garage with all, what, $10,000 worth of electronics on it. Mr. Fong is sitting here. He's probably got $6,000 worth of electronics on his yeah, right now. Yeah, a little more. Not yeah, a little to, more. And not to mention, I don't think he's using a Zebco or yeah. some of those old red lines on no, his reels a, either. It's an expensive hobby. You know, every time I hook up my boat and go fishing down the Delta, which is only like 30 minutes from my house, 150 bucks. Exactly. Right. You know, it's Truck crazy. gas, boat gas, launch. I, it sunk lunch. in on me yeah. about 20 years ago when I'm driving up and one of my business partners said, uh, I don't know, I don't think I can afford the gas up there and back to Eagle Lake. And I'm going, what? To Eagle Lake and back for the great fishing trip? And I started thinking, whoa. I, I was fortunate. I had money at the time. I, I was able to do that. But things have gotten out of hand. There's no question. Yeah. That, and I think there needs to be some kind of a entry-level fishing license to allow people to get involved and they don't have to have the second rod stamp. You know, the, Dave, remember the second rod stamp? It was like three fifty when it first came out. <laughs> I think it was what six eighteen dollars now. Seventeen. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, I, like uh, last year, I bought my son a, a lifetime uh, license. I just bit the bullet and bought it because I know that every year it's a hassle to go get your license. So this year, I think I'm going to for Christmas give him his second rod stamp lifetime. You know, so I mean, those are all their options if you have that money to be able to do that. You know, I think in the long run, you're going to save money. I mean, it's a big initial investment, but I, I don't think it's a bad way to go. I don't um, think I'm going to buy it. So, I, I look back as, as my years of really getting into fishing, sitting on the side out in the Delta, sitting on the on the trenches, just casting out there, hoping something swims by, to going out and actually knowing how to rig it properly and everything. But it was like 350 to 550 for your license back then. That's when they consolidated everything. Oh, no, no more striped bass. Everything's included in the license now. Well, look where we are now. Everything is an add-on now up to the point that probably my basic license would cost me about $75 out there with my extra rod stamps and stuff. To me, because I have a couple of dollars, it's not that big a deal. 
but to those people that were trying to get involved in the outdoors and to re-participate and become involved in fishing and hunting, there needs to be an opportunity that doesn't scare them away with that kind of a fee. Oh, they're, they're, you're absolutely right, Seth. But, you know, I mean, in comparison, in fairness, we compare that to greens fees at the local golf course, go into the movies, go and, you know, hear that. It's, uh, it's, it's relative. I've always looked at fishing as a sport for everyone. Right. And it's not really that anymore. If you're poor, if you haven't got the extra money, it's almost impossible to become a fisherman. I think we need to address well, those Well, a legal people. fisherman, and we know what happens. Yeah. You know, we know what happens there. Well, so. Dave, I'm sure you've got a couple of uh, spots you'd like to share that you know are uh, popping and hopping right now or will be right after the storm. What else you got for me? Well, I thought it was really interesting. We have a lot of trout plants going on. Comanche's been planting 1,800 in the main lake. Uh, uh, Amador, which I think is probably going to get pretty muddy. we got this storm coming in. They're planting a, a, a 500 a week of these big bruisers. Uh, you're gonna, they're going to start planting 1,000. But the, but the good part of these trout plants, and Kent, I know you know this, is that we're having some swim bait success now. I don't know if you saw the 14.5-pound largemouth caught on a really good-looking hog hunter swim bait in New Maloney's last week by Alex Neopis. And uh, that was big fish. And uh, those things are happening now. Eastman has been planted with trout. And there's a lot of big largemouth bass in Eastman. Even though that lake is at 6%, there's still fish in there. So, I mean, there's some opportunities out there. The neatest thing about those lakes, the Foothill Lakes, they're all so close to home. It doesn't cost that much to travel. You know, even just drive. I told Marilyn, driving into Vacaville and back probably cost me $10 from our house now. So when you're driving out there and you're making a destination and you're towing, it's going to cost you, even if it's close to home, $15, $20, just for the yeah. gasoline alone, not to mention the gas in the boat. But if you're a troller, you don't burn much anyway. No, but you are, you know, when we talk about money, you know, every one of those lakes that plants, you're going to spend money to get into them. You're going to spend the fishing fee. You're going to spend, uh, because it, it costs quite a bit. I mean, we talk about things, it costs, it costs a tremendous amount to raise a trout to that a 15, 14-pound trophy range, it costs over $100 to, to raise that for the fish feed and so forth. It's not something that just happens immediately. And they're uneducated. I mean, gosh, they're not that smart. <laughs> they they do have small brains. <laughs> yes. But they know to avoid bass. Well, Apparently, they, they taste good for bass because we wouldn't see bass without trout in those lakes. They, choke them, right, they choke them right down. Sep knows that. Puff of little silver scales is what a bass it's, does. It's a sad thing. That's why they're releasing bigger trout now so the bass can't eat them. I know. Exactly. Well, that, that, I, I don't blame them. That and the cormorants. But yeah, so you're going to pay to go into there as well, speaking of money. But, you know, I think if you go out and have a good day with your family or you have a good day, enjoy the company, you look at it, it's fishing, it's catching is always uh, a bonus. You know, it's money well spent because it is entertainment just like everything else. Well said. Well said. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, sharing his thoughts on licensing and opportunities in California. We appreciate you, Dave. Hope you have a great Christmas and everything. But before that, we'll be talking on the air probably every Saturday. Guys, take care. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. Do the same thing. Thanks, Alan. All right, guys, we've about got it wrapped up. A few seconds left to go. What have we not included today? I think we've covered it all. Kent, I want some <laughs> I want some Christmas music from your daughter on next week's show. We can do that. And I want to thank all you folks for listening and putting up with everything we deliver to you every Saturday morning here from 5 a.m. till 8 a.m. on SEP Saturday Morning Outdoors. 
Thanks for listening to California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. Till next week, this is Seth. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.